0: yo 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 y'all already know what it is good morning good evening good afternoon wherever you at right now tune into your favorite podcast this is another camper chronicle productions and this here this is the bringing the Wood podcast and i'm your host d wood y'all already know what it is and co-host co-host is with the mostest big bro in the building real consistent and it always feels good (laughs) man my boy big che how we feeling dog i'm feeling good today Good, good no real good real good man it's not too bad of a day there's a little sunshine out no no complaints from me. No complaints from me, man. Uh, it's going to be a fun episode today, y'all. We got a little bit of everything. Again, we're going to start with hoop. Even give a little college hoop because it's, it's March Madness, so this is when I was starting to talk about college hoop. This is when all of the cream of the crop players rise to the top. And mm-hmm. These are the dudes who are usually going to get drafted. These are the guys, that they play in this area. Even from small schools, uh, you know, I always like to bring up TJ McCullum at Lehigh, man. Yeah. Uh, he put Duke out. and He's been an all-star and a great player in ever since, so. You definitely get to meet some guys like that. I got an incredible story I'll tell you about. But we're going to start in the NBA, and we'll start with um, some sadder news. On a sadder note, uh, seven-time All-Star, two-time NBA champion, and a member of the 75th anniversary team, uh, Willie Reed, Willis Reed, uh, formerly of the Knicks, passed away at the uh, age of 80. Very good player. Um, Knicks basically ain't been good since. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Since, since him. Obviously, he's got the great story where he was hurt, uh, and he came back and, uh, you know, helped lead the Knicks to uh, the first of the two championships he won while he was there. I want to say 76 and 79. I could be off a year or two, but uh, yeah, Willis Reed, bro, a tremendous player, uh, pillar in the New York community, and um, forever be known as a Nick. Anything on Willie?
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, I, was, I mean, I, we we weren't old enough to watch him play, obviously, but right. uh we, you know, every finals or every time, you know, somebody get injured or something, you hear the Willis Reed quote. Every uh, time. And they always show the flashback right with him leaving the court injured and then coming back moments later to lead the team to the victory. Like,
0: that's crazy. <laughs> Real see. legendary. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughts and prayers out to his family. Um, Again, you know, always you – know, you never want to see somebody go. Obviously, we all got an end day. But, you know, when it happens, it's always uh, still a sad moment. When this ain't death, but, hey, it's definitely going to hurt this following team. And um, Paul George uh, got hurt um, on Tuesday versus the Thunder in a very good game. He actually looked very good and then got hurt basically at the end, of the, towards the end of the game, man. And uh, it's looking like he's going to be out for two to three weeks. And, again, I, I was saying this last week, like, the Clippers are only going to be as good as their two best players could take them. And Kawhi looked really good of late since he's came back off the injury. Actually, playing a couple back to backs and performed well. Um, but with no Paul George, it's going to be tough for these guys to win, especially in the playoffs. My only thing about Paul George getting hurt, this means you have to put more on Kawhi. This could lead to him getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And then when Paul George comes back, he doesn't have anybody. So that's the only thing that uh, that is weird with these guys in this limbo with these two caliber of players. They are very uh, fragile, I want to use the word. But when they're on the court, They're one of the better two uh, forwards or backcourt mates you want to see. And um, I definitely think it's going to be a a blow for them, especially right now with the playoffs being as tight as they is and everybody being, you know what I'm saying, two, three games out, all of a sudden these guys could end up, you know what I'm saying, watching. And uh, that will be be devastating. Obviously they're the fifth seed, but, again, it ain't nothing but three-and-a-half games separating fourth from tenth. Right. So (laughs) – I definitely think this is – I ain't going to say cause for concern, but you don't want to limp into the playoffs. Trust me. As a Nets fan right now, we ain't limping in with injury, but we limping in with a team that is not ready to compete on the playoff level. So I definitely do think that uh, they're going to need Paul George for sure uh, if they plan on making a deep run in the playoffs and a healthy Paul George at that because when these guys are nicked up, they don't play the same.
1: No, nah, I mean, like you said, I, they're arguably two of the best perimeter defenders, two-way players. You know, that there are the superstars of this team. Unfortunately, them two are always hurt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Paul George finally getting back into his groove. While Kawhi's in his groove, they got a deep team, a deep bench. But this is just a, a blow to the, to to their momentum right now. Like you said, they're sitting out five, but – Shoot, when you look at it, you go all the way down to the 12th spot to the Pelicans. They only three and a half games above them. Like,
0: see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> man, that, that's streak here, streak
1: there. You could be right Those. out there, like, well out of the playoffs.
0: So, you know what I'm saying? That's that's crazy. No, yeah, definitely, I definitely thought that that was definitely one that, that's going to be a, a team I'm going to pay attention to down late like, to see how they adjust. I think Tyrone Lewis is a very good coach, so maybe he makes some adjustments. But I just don't want all the pressure to go to Kawhi because if he gets hurt as well. But
1: it it kind of has to, though. I like, know he, that's the way it works. Like who's gonna, He's got to pick up the slack. I mean, what you going to do? Like I
0: mean, uh, Eric Gordon.
1: You know, it's a few know, guys
0: on the roster that I think got to help Terrence Mann.
1: True. Terrence Mann, he's been He, been,
0: he, been, he been this ended your moment. too. I agree.
1: This is... Uh, Note I mean, uh, Norman Powell. He he's out, hurt, so right? Like, like, so it's just like, bro, all
0: that on Kawhi, bro, on those legs. It's just, it's, it's scary, yeah. bro. It's scary. It's scary. especially
1: at this point in time, gearing up for the playoffs. It's uh, <laughs> damn near a disaster.
0: <laughs> damn near, <laughs> right? They're waiting to happen. Um, more, more injury news again. Uh, Andre Iwodala, who just came back. Uh, what? They'd even played ten games. And he's already going to be out for another four weeks to stabilize uh, uh, his left wrist fracture. He'll be reevaluated in four weeks. This only is big because all of their wing defenders are out. Yeah. So there's no Gary Payton in the second, no Wiggins, no Iguadala. That leaves all the pressure on Kaminga, who played well last night off the bench. But do you want Kaminga to have to score off the bench for y'all? and have to defend the best player night in and night out. He guarded Luka Doncic last night for the majority of the time when he was in. So, again, this is one of those things where it's like, this is a very good team. This is a dangerous team. But they're going to need those three guys to do the dirty work so the other two guys, slash three guys, including, including Jordan Poole, can go be great on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't seem big on surface, but, again, man, as far as defense, and that's what they've been lacking, especially on the road, Iguodala's going to hurt, along with Gary Payton. And again, Andrew Wiggins with personal reasons.
1: Yeah, now I mean, you've, you've seen they've been trying to throw Lamb in there more. Mm-hmm. Um, Draymond played better defense than he's played over a while, uh, you know nice little a while yesterday. yesterday. Um, Kaminga is is you know st- finally starting to be the player they thought he could be, but I mean, they haven't showed that any. None of them have shown consistency in doing that. And like you said with the Clippers, at this crucial point in time, this is when it really counts and where it matters. So, um, yeah, they they got some issues. Yeah. And they, they 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 right below the Clippers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Most of these teams we're going to talk about are right there in that little 4-12 window. Um, and again, the Warriors played last night without all of these players on the road as well. And... Got back-to-back wins on the road for the first time all season long. We're talking about the defending chaps not being able to win two games in a row on the road. Uh, It's definitely mind-boggling, but, hey, you get it how you can. Um, And it was against the Mavs, no Kyrie, but Luka was definitely back. Luka was was in full effect. He didn't shoot the three particularly well, but he got to the rim, um, shot well from the free throw line, and, again, 17 assists, 30.7 rebounds. Light night for your boy Luka. No. And uh again, it he needed a little bit more. But
1: you can see some of the low rest on
0: him now. He was missing a couple easy shots. Some of them one-hand forwards he mm-hmm. like to do in the lane, some of the post-up moves. He missed a couple, couple easy bunnies, and like you said, that's just ring rust, is what we like to say. Just some ring rust. But again, Luca played well, but again, the Warriors uh had a team effort on the road. You had Curry go for 20 with 13 assists, Looney 12 and 12, Draymond 14 and 8, DiVincenzo 14. And then Poole uh, gave 16 with six assists off the bench. And then Kaminga, again, 22 points off the bench. Um, and a uh, very, very good defense, uh, if I might say, on Luka at points and times. And then, again, they got Jermichael Green, who also comes in. He right, right. plays minutes. It's a very physical guy as well. Uh, they got a big win last night on the road. Obviously, with some controversy, um, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Mark Cuban came out and said what he feels happened. We wow. will see in due time. We do know that they are protesting that they're about to take the steps to protest that dub. Um, for y'all that didn't watch the game, it was a segment in the third quarter where they take a time where Mavericks take a timeout, and I guess they're the supposed ball. to be rewarded the, the ball. ball.
1: The ball got knocked out of bounds. There it is. They initially said Mavericks ball, right? But then they changed it. I overall Warriors ball. Then he pointed. Mavericks called a timeout. The Mavericks go into the timeout thinking they got the ball. Uh. So the Warriors, they already know. Steve Kerr drop a play or whatever. So then when they call to inbound the ball, for some reason, all the Mavericks, like this one, this would would got me. Well, I'll I just say the story. So all the Mavericks are on the other side of the court, uh-huh. and all the Warriors are on the fourth side of the court where they're inbounding the ball. So they just inbound the ball, <laughs> throw it up in the basket with all the Mavericks on the other side of the court. Yeah. And they're just looking lost. But my thing is, Talk about it. if the ball went out down here, why are you lining up way down there? Even if it's your
0: ball, you yeah, are still gonna take the ball out right. underneath exactly. the Warrior court. Thank you, and go to your court. And that's what I said. Like it's, it, it was like I feel like that was some, it was some mismanaging a little bit on the refs, but at the same time, as Dallas, you gotta be, you gotta be more alert anyway. Because again, the ball literally went out of bounds on the Warriors' end of the court. So even if y'all were getting the ball. It you wasn't going to be down They didn't have
1: nobody down to take the ball out. Like,
0: it was, yeah. So, it was definitely, and again, they ended up losing by two points. <laughs> yeah. So, go figure. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, Mark Cuban came right out and said he's definitely going to protest the game. But what do you do? If y'all do get the protest, we have the first ever NBA tie. Has there ever been a tie oh in NBA? I'm not sure.
1: There's no way they're overturning that.
0: Okay, I just want to. I just there's, you know. You know, I know it would be it
1: would be a, a a crazy. How scenario. would that happen? Like, would what you, would we do? you make them play a death?
0: <laughs> this is so new. I mean, this is coin flip.
1: I mean, yeah, that would be that'd be wild. I wonder what they would do just give them a tie. That would whew, that really hurt. That makes in the, the playing
0: even more oh main. If you throw a tie on the top of those guys. Yeah. Now nobody owns the tiebreaker because they both split. That'd be crazy. Tell me. Be... But yeah, that was the controversy that went on in the Warriors game last night. But outside of that, very good game. Very entertaining. Yes. Uh Luca looked well again. The Warriors played very good team ball in the road and got a well needed uh duh for real, for real. Um another guy that just came back off injury. Uh Carl Anthony Towns. Missed 51 games. <sighs> Whole lot of games and uh, the Timberwolves been holding on by thread. Like they 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 seven seed, so they definitely hold on. Now Ant Man is out for the re- indefinitely. Mm-hmm. No no timetable to return. But hey, cool. uh, uh, Carl couldn't have came at a, at a better time. Twenty two points again. I, I might not go him as he's a terrible rebounder to be seven feet tall. You can't go out and get four rebounds. Kentucky thing. Um, uh, uh, you know, uh, Anthony Davis tries. I'll near, say that here and there. Yeah. It's true. This is true. This is true. But definitely, um, he definitely played well, shot the ball well, two free throws to ice the game. Again, Rudy Gobert, 12 and 12. Uh, Jaden McDaniels, 25 points, which was a surprise. Look, he's,
1: he's been playing well as of late. Like, he, he had was, a
0: quote, too, saying he was the best defender in the league. And I was just like, I got to watch you a little bit more now. He's been coming along. He's been coming along. I definitely will. Nas Reed came off the bench with twenty six and eight.
1: been hooping too. Man,
0: we were trying to get him. The Mets was trying to get him, but what they wanted was too much. But after watching how he's played, it technically wasn't too much. It was just like we didn't want to give that up.
1: But and watch and I remember him at LSU. Yes. So I want to say he was there when Ben Simmons was there, or maybe a little bit after. A little bit after. But
0: but it still was that little. He was not
1: he wasn't that good. He did he couldn't shoot. He was just a hustle guy. Yeah, called Hoops. Yep. But now he's he's transformed his whole game. He used to play with a little
0: cat named Waters, who was that guard at the time. At least you can't remember his first name. But, yeah, Nazaree is definitely earning him some money. And, uh, again, these dudes that be on the bench balling like this, if be starting teams looking at you, licking their chops like, Shh, don't let them yeah. let you go. Don't let you come available. But, again, these are the type of players you need on your team. They're going to need all the help they can get with no Ant-Man for the foreseeable future, and they're going to potentially be in a playing game. So mm-hmm. they're going to need everybody, all of these guys that are, that are contributing, they're going to need continue to need to contribute. Obviously, Nas Reed ain't going to go out and get 26 every night off right. the bench. But we're going to need that hustle, that, that fire, that stretchiness to help continue. Because, again, bro, Cat ain't getting, <laughs> had them rebounds. is killing me. But if you're going to go out and get 40 and you going to give me four rebounds, all right, maybe we'll, we'll think about <laughs> it. But, again, though, uh, welcome back, Carl Anthony Towns. Couldn't have came at a better time they're going to need you for these last games if y'all really want to make the playoffs. So, yeah, that was was definitely my little take on on, on Anthony Towns. Again, I'm not a big fan of him, but I understand what he means to that team. And this guy wasn't coming off injury, but he was definitely uh, sitting out, trying to get get healthy in uh, other ways than uh, physical, more mental. John Morant, first game back after a nice little eight-game suspension. Uh, for reasons we all know, the world knows. He had a couple mm. interviews out there explaining himself, and I'm not going to get into detail with all that he said because I could really care less what you said, man. I just wanted to make sure you still come in and ball because, like I said, man, I don't want him to be a different person. I just want you to move a little smarter. I still want him to be loud. I want him to talk his mess, giddy on the court or gritty, whatever it's called. I'm here for all that. Dunk on people, talk your smack, just be smart. Just be smart. That's it. It's all good. Like I don't want him to change who he is, mm-hmm. but just move smarter, dog. I don't want because that's who Memphis is. They embody you and Dylan Brooks and Jan Jackson. So I don't want him to, to change up his 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 play. And if you watched any of the game, he didn't really look like he did. Came out, caught a body, celebrated, talked his talk, told him he was soft, and I like that. It, it it fueled the guys to let them know that he's still he's still there. And you know, cause. A situation like this could change you and make you kind of want to be somebody different because you don't want to be in scrutiny. Because he got a, he definitely got a lot of scrutiny. I threw a little bad at myself, so you know it is what it is. But you know, you, you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. But you look damn good in his return. I ain't even gonna front. It, he came off the bench, but 17 points, four rebounds, five assists, a block, and two steals.
1: Yeah, I mean. He's doing he's his job. Like he's he's the leader of that team. Yes, he's sir. the face of that team. Um, I do want to say I'm glad to see Jaron Jackson finally starting to be the together. guy that he, you know, potentially the defensive player of the year. But he's he's scoring well. He stopped shooting so many threes. Yeah. Actually going to the hoop and he's being more efficient with his jump shot. So mm-hmm. they they get that together with the defense they play and and the role players they got. hmm They can make a deep run. Oh, definitely, definitely.
0: I just, definitely, definitely. Obviously, they don't get Brian Clark. They won't get Brandon Clark back, but Mm -hmm. they're going to need big Steven Adams, definitely down the stretch. And then a lot of teams that have a big physical big man that he's going to have to deal with. And then obviously, Jane Jackson's no slouch uh, at all. Obviously, we talk about him being defensive player of the year. So I definitely do think Like we were saying last week, bro, y'all got a a championship window right now, bro. The West is, and we'll get into the West as a whole, the West is wide open. Like, I don't got faith in nobody that I could just be like, yep, I'm penciling them in the Western (laughs) Conference Finals. It would have been the Dubs, but again, you see what they're going through. Like, there's no team I'm just pending in the Western Conference Finals out the West. You could just go safe and say the Nuggets because they the one seed.
1: That's not even a save bet. And that's what I'm <laughs> saying. Like, but like, that's, you know, yeah. you
0: know, you want to say the Suns because they're going to have the most talent, but it's like, they ain't jail.
1: They can't keep their talent on the
0: court. Right. You got two of those dudes that's missing last Yeah, time. it's going
1: gonna, it's, it's gonna to be a, a, a dice roll, really, who's healthy at the right time, who's playing good at the right time, because all of them are banged up. All of them are inconsistent, and nobody wants to take control, I think, uh, the fact that the Denver started out so hot and um, been the healthiest team is why they're healthiest up there well. as well as the Kings and the Grizzlies.
0: So mm-hmm. and and I was talking to my Kings friend. I was saying, bro, y'all could potentially make it to the Western Conference Finals, bro. Yeah. It's that. It's literally that possible right now. Like it's 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 literally
1: it's it's possible, bro. The West is so bad that. I was watching the Laker game. Like, I, I went to go watch the game, right? Uh huh. Uh huh. And I see the Laker game on and the Trailblazer game on. I'm a Trailblazer fan. I'm like, and we're done, bro. I'm not watching this game. So I go to watch, I start watching the Laker game. And then I see the Trailblazers win, well, you know, my, my update on my phone. I'm like, oh,
0: okay, we put that off.
1: And then I'm sitting there, I'm looking at their record. I'm like, bro, we actually not, actually, yeah, not out of it. Yeah, not out of it, man.
0: When you look at it, we actually, list.
1: like, not that far out of it. Our record is trash, but we're still. Look up potentially have a chance
0: and mathematically so we're not eliminated yet yeah. like bro, yes no which is, wild. which is wild catch that alley hoop oh last gosh. night if he's not in the dunk contest next I, season i, I, I wonder why he pulled out i think because he was coming off that injury okay that you makes just kind of don't want to go out there and yeah, really that makes sense overwork that especially like you say i think next season him. And mean, i'm come. excited
1: to see uh you know the 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 development that he makes or the jump he makes from year one to year two.
0: Yeah. You
1: know, with a bigger role and what he's going to do, so.
0: Because it's weird. He's got, yeah. like, that Anthony Simmons type. Like, you already got, like, that exactly. sneaky athletic, but can score. But I think he's uh, more, much more athletic, and I think his game is more polished already. Like, I think he has the skill set to grow. Yes. I do think so. And, he again, that bounce is just. Incredible. Yeah. I don't even know a word to use for it. It's, it's like. Old school Gerald Green-esque. Like, mm. you just jump and it's like, you're not supposed to be that high. That doesn't it's even look normal. Springy. Yeah, it just, it just doesn't look normal at all. But, like, we're talking about the West right now, and I'm, I'm looking at the, the the rankings. It's literally, literally wide open. And, um, again, we I didn't want to talk about this team until they actually started making some plays. And, you know, we got to talk about the Lakers, bro. Big win last night versus the uh, Suns. Obviously, no no KD or AD. I mean, in Aiden. So, I mean, uh, DA. So, you know. But, hey, you go get the wins however they come. Because if they would have lost to them, yeah. we would have been on their head. So, you go out there and you get a win. Very tough win. Derek Book- the Devin Booker played his ass off. Um, but your boy Austin Reeves, man. <laughs> I don't know who he was talking to uh, in the offseason. I don't know who he's been working with. But the aggressiveness, um, the ghost of Kobe. Man, the ghost of Kobe's past. Like, and he's a, he's a, he's a very uh, fearless kid. That's just the word I want to use. That's fearless. that's
1: true because you see a lot of guys when they um, play with LeBron James, they're kind of timid. You know, they defer a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, since he was a rookie, he made the game-winning shot last year. I still mm-hmm. remember that. He just get the ball, and it seemed like he he. He plays the right way. Like he makes the right, the right plays. He's plays hard, yeah, defending, yeah. doing whatever. But I didn't know that he can handle the ball this well. I didn't know. like. He's constantly getting and ones when they need it. He just throws the ball yes. up. It goes in. Um, his angles, his 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 pace. He plays with even his passing. And then yes. I they brought it up. It was like, yeah, he, well, he played point guard. There it is, and that's <laughs> why I'm gonna
0: say people don't know. He was at Wichita State for right, 2 years right. playing point guard. But again, bro, when when you're white and you're a point guard, it, 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 you know. and, he's, and he was a pass first guard at Wichita. Right. And then he went to Oklahoma and became a two guard, a combo guard, and he showed off the ability to score. He was always able to defend cuz if you watch Wichita play, the Shockers, they play defense. It's a bunch of it's a few of those dudes in the NBA right now yeah. who are some surface of defenders on the on the floor. But yeah, his 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 development of just being able to score and being aggressive is is definitely something they need, and it doesn't look uh it doesn't look forced. No, it looks like he's working. He worked on that game. He's worked on that mid range, the attacking. I'm especially going at bigs. He was he kept going at the bigs last night uh, of the Suns, or uh, just attacking like you said, gets to the line 14 times, and if you're gonna make. Uh, Twelve to fourteen out of fourteen free throws every night. The other night he was uh, fifteen to sixteen. Yes. Hey,
1: he been, he's been very consistent these last. And it's been everything they needed. And he had eleven assists yesterday.
0: Career high. Yeah. Again, that's where that playmaker goes in. He ain't yeah. had a lot and some of some time of the passes too. he
1: was making were like
0: dimes. Mm-hmm. Like he was. He had looking the one, like, way,
1: looking like take like the cross hit. pass
0: and. Through the back cut to uh, Jerry yeah. Vanderbilt, like yeah. yeah, he was. He had the ball on the string yesterday. Absolutely, there you go. Yeah, I he like had the that. ball on the string yesterday, Mister Reeves. and uh, again, he's making himself some money because he's on a on a on a undrafted scoop you up deal. So they won't get another one of these out of
1: him. Oh no, nah. and and it's crazy because you lose. um Well, I can't remember his name. I always do this with him. Who? Uh, you know? Nope, nope, no. Nope. The other white guy. Man. But for the Bulls. Oh, Alex Caruso. Caruso, there you <laughs> go. You <Yeah. laughs> lose Alex Caruso who did a lot of the same things. He right did not handle the ball as well. Didn't pass as well, but he, he was your, your defender. Um, like uh uh it was shoot the ball. Yeah, shoot, wasn't yeah, scared to attack the room. Exactly. Yeah. Now you get Austin Reed, who's arguably Better right now. Don't blow it, Lakers, <laughs> and let them walk
0: again. Because y'all definitely were missing Caruso you know? up until like right now.
1: <laughs> you know, so he he he's one of those players that every championship team needs. Like when times get tough, or you need a big stop, or a big bucket, or a play just to be made, some type of hustle play. That's the Austin Reese type dude right there.
0: Gotta have one of those on your on your team and in your corner because they help. They definitely help get wins. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the West is, is, like you said, it's wide open, man. I'm very interested to see how this turns out. I really want to see where the Kings end up placing. Obviously, the little two-game slide right now. But again, when you play the two best teams in the Dang, NBA, no. back-to-back, you go, not back-to-back, but, you know, one after another, yeah. and you play the two best teams in the NBA, bro, like, yeah. But this is kind of what you want to see. And again, they didn't really look well in either game, but you get to see where you are, and you get to, you get get you get to put yourself... Where you at now? It's like okay, this is how we looked up against mm-hmm. the defending champs and the and uh, the runner ups are you know Milwaukee from two years ago and the runners up last year. We get to see how we how we how we f- fare, and I, I like I like the Kings and I think again, bro, I think that Milwaukee and Boston respectfully are head and shoulders above all the other teams in the NBA. And obviously, things can change I'm- when the playoffs come. Go ahead. I'm
1: going to say, I don't, I'll say 76ers is hovering. They in there. They right there. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not going to put them up, up there, but they
0: right there. And I, like just a, to piggyback on that, in another word, I think the top three teams in the NBA are all the three teams in the East. Just so you can, yes, see, just so you can say yes, it. Yes. But I do think that Milwaukee and Boston is here, then Philly, and then the NBA. Right. I 100% agree with that. Yes. And. It's, it's crazy. And like we was talking about it, bro, Philly, one hot game away, and they'll, they'll put one of those dudes out. But I think it's going to be definitely tough for whoever come out the West. But it's wide open, and it's wide open. And it's usually not like this in the West. Usually we can pinpoint some powerhouses, but we like, no, nah, yeah, these guys will be there. If you had to pick two right now to represent in the West, who do you think that could be? Just right now, shot in the dark. And again, you could potentially pick a team that ain't even going to be in the playoffs. That's wild. <laughs> that's the crazy part
1: right there. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say just off the top of my head, looking at where everybody's sitting right now. Well, I'm not even gonna look at that because it could change every week, every, every day. Week. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go to Nuggets, maybe mm-hmm. the most consistent. And uh just talent-wise, the Suns mm. If everybody's healthy, that's a big if though. Yep. But no, yeah, no.
0: right. Health, health is everything.
1: But obviously the top them top three teams in the West also are are the teams in the West. For sure. And then you got the Suns if they're healthy, Clippers if they're healthy, Warriors if they're those healthy. Those three teams, like, yeah. if so any one like, of those
0: teams are fully healthy, those can be very, very scary teams. But yeah. as we've been watching all year, that's why those teams are at the points right, they're at. Right, right, because they Could haven't have been,
1: been healthy all year, so why would I expect for them to be healthy when it's, right, it's <laughs> we've we been you know. needing you to
0: be healthy, dog, so don't, don't you feel me? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, I picked the Pelicans, and Zion,
1: he dunked yeah. on my,
0: uh, my prediction. He dunked on it hard and was like, yeah, no, nah, sorry, bro. Maybe next year. Yeah. I definitely thought the Pelicans would go. And before I had put the Pelicans versus Warriors, it was Grizzlies Warriors. hmm Pelicans blew me off. I, I still think it might be Grizzlies Warriors. I just, if Warriors get healthy, I still think they're, they have the, one of the better coaches and they'll have the most experience. And then my sleeper, though, is really the Kings, bro. Because I really, and I hate to say that I'm saying this, Mike Brown will be one of the better coaches in the, in the playoffs. Absolutely. And not only just in the West, in the entire playoffs, yeah. bro. He's going to be, like, one of the top coaches. And the few teams that might have better coaches,
1: the they have about, a better team. The thing about the Kings is they're having a hell of a regular season. I would like to see how they perform in a series where now we're going to take away things you do well. Mm -hmm. We're going to, like, I don't, I have no idea how they'll react. And I
0: agree with that. And that's why I'm trusting Mike Brown sitting on that bench in Golden Mm -hmm. State for the last umpteen years to be able to help his team get through those moments. With it, I said, get to the finals. Still possible because how weak the West is, but it's a stretch. Mm -hmm. But with the way that team playing and him being one of the better coaches in the West, like, I think he's a better coach than uh what's the nuggets coach name?
1: Um Mike Malone.
0: No. And I like Mike Malone. But bruh.
1: Yeah, but yeah, Mike Malone is is he
0: he You've been a one two seed many he, of times, bro. And did nothing with it. So like
1: I'm a, I like Grizzlies I,
0: coach, mm-hmm, They like that. And that's why I think that would be a tough situation against the Grizzlies. Yep. Monty Williams is a good coach. Ty Lu.
1: Right, but like you feel me? Like these dudes is I don't really trust Jason Kidd yet. You know what I'm um, saying? I don't even know who the Timberwolves coach is.
0: No, no clue at all. No
1: <laughs> clue. Who you know, it was very surprising though. The freaking Thunder. No,
0: listen. I was saying it would have been. A, I was thought there would be a play-in team if Chet Holmgren played. I said they would make the play-in if Chet was around. They was like, they Nah, ain't we around. would be a playoff yeah, team if Chet yeah. was around. And yeah. I want the world to put some respect on Chet Holmgren's name because this Victor Wabanyama. I respect him, and they keep saying he's a freak. But go watch Chet Holmgren play, y'all. He does all the he same does, things. I think I I
1: agree with you, but I think Chet Holmgren lacks the athleticism that Webbyama has. Like Webbyama just moves like he's yeah he's definitely six four. True, Chet true. Holmgren, you can tell like he's talk, like he does some extraordinary things, mm-hmm. but he's still a center. He's still yeah, he you can tell like yeah. he's he's a big man. Mm-hmm. Like he's always been big his whole life. No, he's no, done. no, right. Webb is more like he's 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 definitely different, he be. they're both basically the same size. Like
0: That's what I'm saying, That's <laughs> all
1: yeah, they got the same he type might. of skill set. Like they can both handle the ball, yeah. but I think that Webb does it better. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> you, know. <he> <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: you know, He got a
1: little melanin in it. it helps a little bit. Definitely go melanin goes a long way. Goes a long
0: way. A little meddling goes a long way. Oh, uh, that's what, that's what we'll say. That's that's definitely what we will say. Yeah, but no, nah, but
1: I wonder how much the Clippers regret trading SGA for mm-hmm. Paul George. Mm-hmm. And when they did it, I was like, bro, he's that's that dude is a nice player. He's pretty good. Yeah. I think they thought they would
0: have been in the finals already. <sighs> that's true. That is true. I think they thought that'd have been the finals. Mm-hmm. But if they would have known what they known, yeah. imagine Shay Gilders Alexander playing with Kawhi Leonard.
1: That's great. Somebody who
0: wants to pass the ball a lot. He scores because he got to over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he picked up that score because he got to over there. But he's a tremendous playmaker, naturally. Imagine him playing with Kawhi Leonard. And that's why Paul George run a lot of guard because he's a good passer. But he ain't Shay no. with passing playmaking ability. No shit. He's just as good of the defender as we can as we
1: see yeah but you get i mean you keep him you keep them picks. but mm-hmm. i mean you're right is they thought yeah, they were gonna win yeah. a, you
0: know they thought you'd be in the finals already so you know it's you like you had all,
1: and you've had all the pieces to do it
0: mm-hmm. it's like the laker years. thing people yeah. like lakers shouldn't trade all the news like they won a ring like respectfully right. they get you get a ring out of a situation you didn't do it wrong you, you might have wanted facts. more you may have wanted to win more rings but if you did something to win a championship and, and you, you did win did one it. yeah mission accomplished yes it's gonna kill you in the long run but hey Mm-hmm. The Bucks finna suffer for a year or two.
1: That's how the Rams too. The Rams, look
0: at the Rams last There's year. Like,
1: trash. but, what? but,
0: I you got still one. Got that ring I to stand got on. one. Like, that's what we did it for. So I definitely, yeah, I, I definitely think that's why they went with that trade. It was like Shea had the upside, but we needed some right now. Yeah. And again, it, it, sometimes it bites you in the ass. Just like people think now, Warriors fans is like, we should have Lamella out. You know. Yeah. Now that's the now that's the, especially with them having Jordan Poole and it's like, you know, yeah, Lamelo can do that, but again, you need that big. It's like it's what you. It's yeah, what I mean, you that's need a,
1: it's you. always if you go down history, there's a guard in the big, and whoever takes the big, it never works out. <laughs> it never
0: works out, oh, man. <laughs> it's a handful of them bigs who who, who make it who make it shake. There's yeah. really a handful. Um, I want to go, we can go to the East a little bit before we get too deep into the East though. I don't know if you've seen the Jalen Brown interview. Uh, he did an interview with, uh, the ringer, uh, and Logan Murdoch. And to make a long story short, y'all can go read up on it yourself. And he was basically talking about his time in Boston. And if y'all don't know, he'll be an unrestricted free agent at the end of not this season, but the following season of 2024, there've been no talks on an extension. And Mr. Murdoch basically asked him flat out, like, uh, how do you feel about resigning with Boston long-term? And just a small piece of what he said is, I don't know. As uh, as far as long-term, I'll be here as long as I'm needed. He said, "Uh, it's not up to me. We'll see how they feel about me over time, and I'll see how I feel about them over time. Hopefully, whatever it is, it makes sense. But I'll stay where I'm wanted, and I'll stay where I'm needed and treat it correct. I thought it was a lot of... uh, Key words he used in there, like especially at the end, where I'm where I'm needed and treated, correct? I think those are signs, like little increments and in writings on the wall. And again, I think he truly wants to be there. I think he enjoys playing in Boston. He likes playing with Tatum. But it's like, do do Boston appreciate me? Mm-hmm. And again, I still think he wants to be treated as a number one. Which is like, that's fine, but y'all are y'all gonna pay me as such. And I don't think they wanna invest in him like that because you got Tatum but it's like bro, this is what it takes to win a ring now right. if you trade this man I don't know what you obviously you could get a haul for him but would that haul measure up to what he can bring they're just made it to a finals with this guy as the second best player and he outper- outperformed Jason Tatum in the finals last year absolutely as a Duke fan Jason Tatum being one of my favorite kind of players he was outplayed in the finals by Jalen Brown damn near every game so I do think he feels like they don't appreciate him. And I think he would. I don't think, like I said, I don't think he wants to leave. But if y'all don't appreciate me, and if come the end of 2024, I'm still sitting around and y'all ain't came to my office or called my agent about a deal, I could see him being like, yeah, nah, y'all either, either trade me and get some value, or I'm going to walk. Y'all don't get nothing for me. And those are some of the things where I'm always pro player because it's like, bro, y'all see what I'm doing for y'all. Uh, career high in points right now at, what, 27? Career high in rebounds. He finna go all NBA team. Mm. What else do I need to do for y'all? And I'm doing all this second fiddle to a guy who we consider one of the best players in the league. What more do I got to prove to show y'all that I really want to be here and I'm loyal? Uh, Your thoughts on... The whole again, if you got, if you haven't listened to the interview, go listen to it. It's very deep. He's a passionate dude. He talks about his Atlanta roots and uh, just how he's a man on and off the court about uh, being an activist and how he, how he uh, prides himself on being an activist and being out there on the forefront for his people. It was a, it's a beautiful interview. If you didn't get to, a uh, very eloquent dude, and you could tell that he's kind of just fed up and he, would, he's, he, would, he he would hope that Boston would have more love for him.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, it would definitely be a bluff. If they lost Jalen Brown. Um, he is definitely not a pushover. He's going to get what he's worth. And um, hopefully they realize what he believes he's worth. And they give him that. Um, honestly, I would have been came out and be like, bro, what you need? Let's get this. Let's get this over with now. And just pay that man. Uh, I don't know, you know, NBA contracts are a little differently so I don't know how how they work that. Right. Um but yeah, like he's he's I would say I don't want to say he's the second best player on the team, but it's like 1A1B like Yeah. If 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 Jason Tatum has a, a off night, which he does at times, mm-hmm. um Jalen Brown's not Yeah. <laughs> he going to be right there to pick up. And I think he's a better um I would say he's a better ball handler, but he's better with the ball. He
0: doesn't Mm -hmm. turn it over as
1: much as Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum Mm -hmm. turns the ball over a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, He's trying to work on that playmaking ability. Right. You know the only way to get better at it is to to try. But, no, he's definitely a better ball
1: handler. And they complement each other because you don't really have to run plays for Jalen Brown because he does everything. He can shoot. He can create his own shot. He can get to the basket. Uh, He could cut to the basket. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... That Yeah, that would definitely be a, a blow to what they do. And they do all the heavy lifting and, you know, it opens it up for everybody else, all the role players. And that's what they have. They have two superstars. Superstars. And a bunch of role players, so. Man, sound like the perfect Chanel to go get you one. I'm just saying. Man, I but if know. I'm, yeah, I'm the rest of the league. I'm,
0: I am. Salivating. Tam- tampering. But please don't get that man no money. He ain't worth it. I'm sure. He, oh, no, he's trash. He, don't want to pay him. So we can call this urgent like hey, We got it. Hey, what you want, man? <laughs> we got Here, it. Whatever you want. Right need. what you want on there. Yeah, that, I, I, I just, I can't see a situation where Boston lets him walk. Man, that's a valuable, valuable player. And I don't, it's like they say with all trades. I don't know if you're going to be able to get the value back for a guy of, of that caliber player. And that's just my my personal my personal take on that. Uh, my next play today we got the Cavs at four thirty. I'm gonna get too deep into my nets; They stretch me out. Huh. Win four, lose four. Win four, lose four. It's a it's a circus. michael Bridges is still trying to figure out how to be the guy. I do like that. Spencer Dinwiddie has uh stopped shooting as much and has become the point guard. He's been playmaking a lot more. But again, we just got to figure out. Uh, guys, got to figure out who to go to late, you know what I'm saying? And, and a couple of these games we lose, it's four-minute four, four minute stretches where we're not scoring a point, and everybody's trying, nobody's scoring, because it's like no, nobody knows who's really supposed to go get it. And I think that's something that just comes with time, and that's where Jock Vaughn to develop a little bit more plays instead of just trying to go ISO, because we don't really got those dudes, or they ain't got a lot of experience in being ISO players. And I'm really talking about Mikel Bridges, And Cameron Johnson, they get a lot of ISO plays to make plays, and they miss a lot of shots like that. But, again, it comes with repetition. So, I ain't upset. I'm only upset because we're a playoff team. If we wasn't a playoff team and we was working on this, Mm -hmm. it would be fine. But I know we got to go in and play a series with somebody, and I really don't want to get beaten five games I get swept because then I have a boring offseason, and then I got to talk about it. (laughs) So, this is just me personally.
1: Yeah, I mean – I think y'all just
0: are who y'all are right now. Man, I don't you like don't that. Have,
1: you don't have any superstars, but you have a lot of nice players. Nice. So it's gonna be. I mean, we knew it was gonna fall. Be a be a drop off. Definitely. You just definitely. hope you don't drop off too far. Like, Man, you want to you want to try to avoid the play in, but as long as you get in, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Just to get that experience, facts and, with those guys, and get that type of that type of. Atmosphere to, to help uh bring these dudes together. Then add whatever you add in the offseason and mm-hmm. come back next year ready to roll.
0: Definitely. Because if we I I'd rather get New York in the first round than get Philly. Right now this is oh, yeah. floating no, in yeah, between yeah. right now. Yeah. And again, we play Philly well, but that's one game every yeah. no, because I
1: think I think when the playoffs start, they're they're gonna raise it to another level. Yeah. Locked in. You know
0: what I'm saying? It's like I love Nick Claxton. he's a hardworking guy. But are you gonna be ready to deal with Joel for nah. seven games, bro? Like you can, you can do a game every so often. You know what I'm saying? Step your game up, right to the Mustang Challenge, and go out there and put up 22 and Embiid and 11 and get four blocks, even though Embiid still went for 40 on them as well. But like, you're gonna have those moments. But yeah, dog, nah, we don't, we not want to see, we not want to see Philly, we don't want to see Philly. But we'll take New York. But again, man, we gotta, we gotta win. We got the Cavs again. We just came off a loss from the Cavs. Donovan Mitchell uh, played excellent. Cavs are a sneaky good team as well. Obviously, we don't talk about him that much. And he's really young, you know, led by a guy who though has a lot to prove because uh, he was the man in Utah and they could never really get over the top as well. In that same rare as the Nuggets, where they were always a one or two seed, yeah. never really could get it done in Utah. You got a new squad. You are still the leader. This team might be better than all your Utah teams. So you know, let's go. Let's let's go make it happen, Mr. Mitchell. But take a L tonight so we can get back into that fifth spot. So, we could uh, be be able to take on the Knicks hmm. in the first round. For real. Before we get up out of here, um, I want to give y'all a little story on, uh, like I said, i want to talk to y'all about College Hoop. Uh, I don't know if y'all know the story of Keontae Johnson. Uh, he's a player at Kansas State right now, but he's a former player that in 2018 at the University of Florida. Was it 2018? Mm, or 20? it was, I think it was like. Or was it the COVID here? it was two years ago. Yeah, because he sat out a whole year, so he at the University of Florida, and uh, he fell out. He fell out, blacked out, and uh, he collapsed. And uh, he spent three days in a coma. Um, and he got out the coma, and they basically was tr- told him like, you know, you shouldn't hoop no more, mm-hmm. but you can if you want. But you know, you could be a liability. Uh, but just to make a long story short. Uh, he collapsed out of Florida, spent three days in a coma, and he turned down a $5 million insurance policy Um that Florida was going to give him, you know what I'm saying, to, like, take care of yourself, get your life right, invest, give him some money because it was a sad story. Turned that money down and wanted to still play. And he was a very good player of Florida. He could have been a, a mid-first-round pick. Uh, You check his numbers. He's been a... a, a Double-digit scorer his whole yeah. career. SEC player of the year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It was SEC player of the year and everything. And that's why it was such a big deal when it happened. And, uh, again, turned down $5 million. Kansas State said, if the doctors clear you, we'll give you a scholarship and you can come play for us. Doctors cleared them. Kansas State gave him a scholarship. Ladies and gentlemen, they're in the Sweet 16 right now. They play today at 330 against Michigan State on TNT, or it's TBS, one or the other. Uh, let me get that. I got that. It's on TBS at 3.30 today. They play Michigan State. Uh, this kid is the best player on the Kansas State team. And um, his story is tremendous. Right now, he's averaging 17.7 rebounds, two assists. He shoots 42% from the three-point line. Uh, he's a forward. He can play the three out of four. Tremendous player. And he gives Kansas State life. When y'all watch this guy play, when he's on the floor, if he makes a shot, if he makes a play, it's like a, a jolt of energy through the team. And it's a tremendous story, and now that Duke is out, I'm tremendously rooting for this kid and this team. Um, even if they don't make it, I just want this kid to succeed and excel, because it's the true definition of betting on yourself." They basically was like, "Here, bro, here go five million dollars, bro. Don't play hoop no more. We don't want to risk your life." And he like,, bro, "This is my life. This is all I know. this is all I got." And I respect the University of Kansas State. Shout out to all the doctors. Performed the surgeries on him to get him right. For him to get to this point. And again, he's reaping the benefits. and He will be drafted again. Again, he's a senior. Um, And you go look at his career numbers. He's a baller. And again, bro, this kid will be drafted. And I think he'll be a very good player in the NBA when he gets a chance. And again, if you have not got to see this kid play, tune in today at 3.30 on TBS. They play against Michigan State uh, to advance to the Elite Eight. And if you have not read his story, just type in his name. He didn't interview over everything. He didn't talk to any and everybody. to Tell you this story. It was a tremendous story. Do you know about this as well, check. By Keontae Johnson? Yes, sir.
1: I remember when it happened, but I never kept up with him till mm-hmm. I seen him sitting up there and they were doing an interview mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. I was I always wonder what happened to that mm-hmm. dude. But I guess he stayed at Florida mm-hmm. and he ended up graduating, but Florida wasn't gonna let him play. He mm-hmm. never got cleared to play. He nope. I guess he checked into a game mm-hmm. and he came in, just kissed the floor and then mm-hmm.
0: they, they let him out. out. Yeah. They told him but, not on our watch.
1: Yeah, yeah. But uh it this this is great to see, you know, somebody when when you do something that you love hmm. and you're able to you know, you get it taken away from you for whatever reason, and you get to come back mm-hmm. and, and not only do it, but do it at a high level.
0: Um, so, yeah, I'm rooting for him. Definitely. And I really wanted to talk about this, because for the people who always tune in and listen, it was the same thing I said with Deron Harmon. I'm like, I mean, uh, DeMar Hamlin. Mm-hmm. apologies. I said, like, if the doctors clear this man to play, and they say you could play football again, he's probably gonna play. Like, if this yeah. is all you do, this is what, like, got you out of trouble. This is what saved your life. And y'all telling me I can still do this? Bro, I'm doing it. And I'm not even going to think twice about it. And it's because, like, bro, when you're tied to a sport and it's literally, this is you, this is what you grew up doing from the ages of, you know, moments people start about these sports anywhere from three to seven years old and this is all you know, this is all you do, this is what you dream about. but you're not letting this opportunity go unless mm-hmm. they literally tell you you can't. If They say, so you say there's a chance. And I just think it's it's dope to see. And like I said, I'm rooting for the kid as well. And rooting for everybody out there who beating the odds, man. Uh continue to be great. Because uh, man, it's 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 a blessing and uh life is too short. But that was my little Keontae Johnson story. I definitely want to get that to y'all uh before we switch over to the NFL. And for 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 all the LeBron lovers, April 5th, man. My man expected to return April 5th. Yeah. Let's go, Brian, because the Lakers want to have a chance to make the Make a, make the make the playoffs, not the play in. They'll make the play in without you. If they want to make the playoffs, they're gonna need you, old man. And they're gonna need you healthy, dog. So help out AD, who's who's looking decent right now, healthy, fighting through injuries. He grabbed his knee at least two or three times in that Sun game last yeah. night, and I just knew he was gonna check out. Got up, limped it off, and kept hooping. So you see him out there, Brian. Get you get your old ass in gear, man. Take the boot off and let's let's go make another run at this, yeah. dog. You got a chance to go get go get number five, bro. I don't know how y'all can stack up against them teams in the East, bro. But you got a chance to make it. The West is over for you, Brian. You can continue to add to your greatness, dog, but you gotta be on the court to do that. But uh any any hoop things that I might have missed? Um, no,
1: not really to cover everything, you know, recently, so Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I wanna make sure I'm on point. I want to make sure I was on point. Definitely. But uh stay tuned. We're gonna pay some bills. We're finna switch over to the NFL. Free uh, agency still going. My Titans finally signed somebody that I actually uh, am excited for. Okay. You know, so we'll get into that. And uh, we'll talk a Ross some more. Uh, Miko Harmon just got signed to the Jets. They yeah. Got go. Some movement going yeah, on, you know what I'm saying? Yes. should be interesting, interesting, uh interesting NFL week. Cheezers
1: and Madden, you know what I'm saying? Ooh, that's going to be really.
0: The up. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Madden, Madden lovers, get ready. <laughs> it's the Breed the Wheel podcast. So we'll be right back after this. Yo, yo, we back in this thing, man. Had to take a little intermission to switch it over. You already know. We're talking NFL. Um, We had a bunch of sign-ins uh, left and right. You know, it's, it's no longer a frenzy, but free agency is still alive and well. Before we get into some free agency sign-ins, uh, we definitely want to talk about some sad news. And uh, we talked about it a little off the air. Uh, Foster Monroe, x Raider tight end, uh, diagnosed with Hopkins lymphoma. During a, he went to a, take a physical for the Saints, trying to trying to get on the roster, make a team, and um, it was found out during this physical. And you know, he had to basically put football on the hold, man, to handle his business. It's a terrible thing, like you were saying. It's the same thing that uh, John Mechie got, the rookie receiver for the Texans. But uh, again, on a brighter note, John Mechie should be prepared for for OTA. So you know, hard work, dedication, man, and uh, you you you'll be bouncing back to Mr. Monroe. But definitely, this is a sad thing to see. Uh, you never want anybody to go through anything like this. You know, everybody knows somebody that went through some form of cancer, and it's no fun to anybody. So, you know, you don't, you don't wish this on your worst enemy. So, definitely, speedy recovery to, to Mr. Monroe as he starts, you know, treatment to get right. I definitely thought he was a solid tight end. I definitely thought great blocker showed some potential, especially when Waller didn't want to play for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. He definitely showed some, 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 some play well ability, great blocker. So, you know, speedy recovery, and hopefully you can get back, dog. That's that's a that's a blow. That sucks.
1: That yeah, sucks. but I mean, on the bright side, it's, it's good that these medical teams are doing mm. what they're supposed to do. Yes. To potentially save this man's life. Back. You know, just doing a routine physical. Mm-hmm. And it brings up, as regular human
0: beings, mm-hmm. we need to go get routine physical. <laughs> Sheesh, man. I ain't even going to front on... On radio record, I can't tell you the last time I've been yeah. to the doc. So yeah, you you definitely right, sir. You, you're definitely right. And then like Trent Williams a few years back, that's why he didn't want to be yeah. in Washington because they misdiagnosed him and he felt like something was wrong with him. And you know, so like you said, bro, shout out to the doctors for the, at the Saints who caught that because that could have been swept under the rug. And you know what yeah. I'm saying. And he out here, it's even worse than what it what it could have been. So definitely, oh, we had a, some big trades go down. Receivers moving. Mm. We'll start with uh the one in big D. Yeah, you stock native man. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Cook's very good football player. I think he's uh he's had a very good career, man. Very productive. Yes. One of those dudes who's like when he retires going might not be a hall of famer, but you'll be like, That man had a good career. That man, yeah. that man played well. Very, might very good. You look player. up and
1: be like, Hey, he might squeeze in you know, <laughs> Hey, you know, he did some work. No. He, played in two Super Bowls. Talk you know, about it. Lost bow, but got knocked out of one. Literally. early. Um. But now he's been consistent everywhere he's went. He's always you
0: know, dang near guaranteed a thousand yards. Right. For real. For real. And uh. No, and the Cowboys got one. They, they needed a number two. Uh. Michael Gallup. Maybe he was still nursing from the injury. This was obviously the first year back from the injury, but he didn't give him as much as they thought they wouldn't get. Yeah, I That's think why he's up that, better as suited well. as
1: a number three, though. Or like, he, a, like a 2B. Where he's wearing that vertical. Right, where he just does his other, like everything. Because his best season was when Amari Cooper was there, mm-hmm. and they had uh, CeeDee Lamb True. or somebody else. So I think it maybe was too much. Plus, he was coming off the injury. So it was it was just... Too much. And then that T.Y. Hilton experiment was horrible. Mm-hmm. Tried it, failed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he made a couple of big catches yeah. for him, but that was T.Y. it. He <laughs> wants
0: something more consistent. And Brandon Cooks is definitely that. Consistent. I want to say he had a thousand yards every year, except for like maybe one or two of his career. Yeah. So the
1: thing about that is he's a smaller, a smaller receiver. Mm-hmm. And that, when he misses, is usually high. Mm hmm. But I I mean, he definitely gonna give you that speed element. He gonna run all the routes. Um, But if CD Lamb goes down, now he's your number one. With Gallup as your number two, Mm -hmm. and if I'm not mistaken, they still haven't signed a tight. Unless they're gonna roll with the young dudes they had last year. Yeah, I think they really like uh, Peyton Hendershot,
0: and then I'm a fan of uh, of Ferguson from Wisconsin. I think they're gonna be. They weren't weren't bad at all.
1: They weren't bad, but they weren't (laughs) Dalton Schultz. Right.
0: Right, 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 who uh, signed with the Texans as yeah. we just speaking on flipping teams on a one-year deal. A lot of one-year deals uh, for a lot of players. A lot of one-year deals on the Texans. But I think that's more so to get the get those guys in, bring these guys in, see who fits the coach or who doesn't. And I'm still waiting on the draft. And I got another draft next year with a bunch of little mm-hmm. picks. So I just need some guys to be some fillers right now for this first season Till I get all my guys in here, and then I think in year – in the year two, start of year three, we really see the Texans bloom, unfortunately. I like to say
1: that. Yeah, now nah, it makes sense. But you don't want to lock yourself into no bad deals this early. Not at all. But extending ter-
0: Laramie Tunzel, 75, that's not a I, bad deal. I mean,
1: you, that's that's a cornerstone part of your team. You got to have that left tackle, especially if you're going to roll a young quarterback out there who could potentially
0: be 5'9". Talk about it. <laughs> you're going to need a massive man protecting him. There you go. And who better than, than Lammy Tonto, One of the best in the business. For the last couple of years now, he's been one of the better tackles in the business. And um he continues to show his worth. And I think it's a definitely a dope pickup. They also signed uh X Raider Denzel Perryman uh, to a one year deal as well. Like I said, Texans is just signing up a bunch of people to one year deals, trying to trying to get them a nice little squad together. To uh, be competitive this year, obviously, like we said, they're going to bring in a quarterback, and whether it's Bryce Young or CJ Mm -hmm. Stroud, we'll save our picks on who we think is going where a little closer to draft after we let some things finish uh, filling out. But how do you feel about the trade in general? Not trade, but uh, the Texans signings in general.
1: Um, I think they're they're you could kind of see they're trying to build a foundation right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Brought in a few guys that know the system already. Um, Bringing in some guys that fit. you know, prototypes or, or or what they believe can help run the system that they want to run. And uh, like you said, a bunch of one-year deals. So if it don't work, see ya. Mm-hmm. And then you still have a lot of young – there's already a lot of young talent on the team, so you don't mm-hmm. want to bury them under free agents. You would like to ideally, if you're coming into a new situation, build through the drive mm-hmm. and then use free agency to just fill in holes or spots, you know, that you, you – you're not really good at drafting or developing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so far, so good, I think. I, Denzel Perryman is a very productive linebacker. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was good on the Chargers, good on the Raiders. Yep. Um, not an all-pro type guy, but definitely solid. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a drop-off.
0: D'Amico um, will definitely get, yeah, get, have get him the him with
1: With Christian Harris already there.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I'm um, expecting big things from him in that right. defense. And, um yeah oh yeah that that's definitely a uh uh they're definitely doing things over there and like you said trading Brandon cooks gaining more draft pick more draft capital mm-hmm. uh, only helps him save him saving money to use him on people he wants. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's doing beautiful over there he's already putting his imprint on it it's 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 terribly wonderful <laughs> as a, just <laughs> as a Titan fan ter- terribly wonderful and i'll I'll get more into my team in shortly another trade that went down that we kind of knew what was going to happen. Uh, and Elijah Moore was traded from the Jets to the Browns. Kind of right was written on the wall because as of earlier today, Nicole Armin was signed to the Jets as well. Yeah. well. Not earlier today, but, you know, a few days ago. And kind of was right on the wall. Obviously, Elijah Moore didn't want to be there last year. He had some disgruntlement, uh, asked for a trade out. Couldn't find a trade partner. I wouldn't want to be in New York either with the quarterbacks they had going on. But I'm guaranteeing you he didn't want to get traded when he knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to potentially come walking through there. <laughs> but I think they was like, oh, no. Remember, you on out, right? Here you go. But I will say where they traded him to, oh, man. Oh, yeah, he can eat. He can eat. He goes out there, and he's instantly the number two receiver. That's no disrespect to people's Jones. But uh, Elijah Moore could be a number one receiver. He has that capability to be a number one. Now you pair him with Coop. And uh, David and Joku, Deshaun Watson, at quarterback, you still got Chubb in the backfield with a very formidable defense. They're cooking something up over there. Yeah, man, that's a, that's a big move. And the, the Browns were trying to get Jerry Judy, but the asking price is too high. They want the a first-round pick for Judy, which is not a knock. He's still mm-hmm. a young cat. But if I can go get Elijah Moore for a second, and you all throw me back a third in return with him, Yeah, we good. We good right over here. And I think he's going to be very productive for them. And again, like we were talking about off the air, man. If Deshaun Watson is anything like he was when he left us, because if y'all don't remember, I don't know if people might have forgot, but he led the league in passing, 4,800 yards, and he was tied first in the league for completion percentage. If Deshaun Watson gets any type of good back, bro, I ain't saying they're going to win the division, but they should be a playoff team. And again, that's a very, very good division over there, but well, what the Ravens are going through, I don't know hmm. how that's going to work out. And then um, the Bengals got some small turmoil going on, and they finna get, have to get ready to pay a quarterback who potentially could want wowzers, <laughs> who could potentially want a wowzers, uh, and, um, and um, I don't even know a word to put in front of how much money he gonna want. Uh, bring he his could, yeah, back it up, and uh, with with the guaranteed contract in that division. The more and more I talk about it, the more and more I really feel like the Browns do did that on purpose. Sat in that owner's meeting and heard all them owners say, we don't want guaranteed contracts because this is going to mess up our league. And he walked right out and gave a a guaranteed contract to the most controversial quarterback in the league right now. Bro, he knew what he was doing. And this is a, he is a mastermind. If he can get Lamar Jackson to lead the division and then, God forbid, Joe Burrow get into this And now he want to dip because they don't want to give him a max. Man, this man is a guru. So, and he'll have the best quarterback in the division. So, it could could turn out crazy. I still want to see how it shake out. But Elijah Moore to the Browns is a big deal, for sure, for sure. But I do want to ask you, Mecole Harmon to the Jets. How does that size up? Along with Alan Lazard, Garrett Wilson, and company.
1: Um, Well, I think with Nathaniel Hackett there, Hmm. He will get they will get more use out of McCall Hardman than he, you know, was able to put up in uh City. Uh-huh. Which is weird to say, unless it's just a McCall Hardman thing. But we they kind of limited him to what he do. You didn't yeah. see him run a lot of routes, see him do a lot of gadget plays, a mm-hmm. lot of he wasn't really used as a wide receiver. Yeah. So maybe it's something on him.
0: But we gonna I, find we out. Don't, yeah, we definitely gonna find out. Because we played with Patrick they, Mahomes. And you couldn't get it. Right. And now uh-huh. you're potentially finna play with A-Rod. Yeah. And if you still don't get it. Oh, yeah. you
1: you're just a gadget he, player. He's gonna cut your ass out. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna tell it like it is. Yeah. He gonna just say your number. He ain't gonna say your name. He's gonna say nah. what number you wear. Yeah. yeah. No. Let you... Get him out. No, yeah. I think, I he definitely can't. think yeah. he's he's got a lot to prove. I definitely think that's why he only got a one-year deal. He ain't really do nothing to Kansas City. You've yeah. had some moments in the game, bro. You got mad that Adam Sheffner called you a gadget player. But that's all you What did you shown? do in Kansas yeah. City?
1: You haven't shown anything outside of gadget plays. Catching ball off the backfield,
0: screens. Yeah. Jet sweeps. Yeah. Your occasional bomb. That's mm. the of gadget. You're not out here running routes and, and getting 60 catches in a season, 70 catches, so. Yeah. You, you, you prove why you're not a gadget player, sir. I agree with Adam Sheffner. I guess he is the wording he used, but he's basically called you a gadget player, bro. Because you're basically a gadget player. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Don't get mad. Prove him wrong. But, yeah, no, I, I definitely, definitely think uh, he's got a lot to prove over there. He's going to get a chance to, again, receivers all over the place. They're going to have Brees Hall back. Aaron Rodgers, you're going to have nothing but opportunity to make plays over there, dog. But it's like, man, you had nothing but opportunity to make plays in Kansas City, bro. Like, I feel like you're – I ain't going to say you're leaving a better situation, but, bro, you couldn't get it done over there, and I'm I'm going with your narrative and saying that potentially he might have just been misused because they had Tyreek Hill, and then they went right. and got Valdez Scanlon, who taking the deep ball now, so we don't need you to run the deep. So yeah, man.
1: I mean, initially he was brought in to replace Tyreek Hill when they thought Tyreek Hill was going to be suspended mm-hmm. or not be able to play, and then to... He ain't shown that nobody. He's been, you know, he's made some plays, mm-hmm. been productive, but it's not been in a traditional receiver since. It's been in gadget plays. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you've been running the ball. You got more rushing touchdowns as a receiver, probably. Shoot,
0: for real. No, <laughs> we're gonna leave him alone. We call Hardman and do your thing, dog. Um, more signings. Talking about the Raiders, man, they made a bunch of big signings. Not big signings, but just signing players left and right, trying to get that new. Trying to get the regime in here. And I think McDaniel should have did this last season when he got there instead of trying to just keep it all together and seeing what he could do with that. When he kind of knew out the gate he didn't want that, yeah. he wanted to do his own thing. But this is where I was like, let, let me just try to see what they got. And now you didn't cut everybody that was there. Granted, you brought in some decent players. But you cut everybody that was there, and, I, and you already got a bad taste in Raiders' mouth.
1: Mm. They already
0: didn't like you from your previous thing in Denver. And then you come here and you do that the first year, and it was real yeah. confusing. It kind of felt like you didn't know what you was doing. So, you know, but again, you go out and you you sign Cam Sims uh from the Commanders. I think he can help out a lot. I thought he was uh again limited over there in in with, with the commanders with or is that the commanders? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I didn't know they had the football team, the commanders. Oh, uh, the commanders. Oh uh, you know, yeah, the sorry. commanders, but you know, I think he with, with all, all those receivers over there, you know you get the short end of the stick. They also bring back Keelan Cole and sign two tight ends, O.J. Howard and uh, Austin Hooper, who both can block. And again, to all the Reddit fans, I was telling y'all, y'all going to sign tight ends, y'all going to sign tight ends that can block. <laughs> y'all need tight ends who can block because y'all going to run the ball a lot with Josh Jacobs. Could be a lot of play action, quick throws uh, with Jimmy. And, and that's
1: what he does. Throw gets the ball out quick, over the middle. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be
0: over the middle a lot? That's tight ends. Like I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And, again, O.J. Howard, I always thought O.J. Howard was overdrafted. I thought O.J. Howard was a third-round pick, developmental tight end. But the fact that two years in a row he went off in the national championship, and if you go look at his career numbers, it's the only games he yeah. did good in. But he did, like, astronomically good, scary good. You get drafted all the way up high, plus you test well. I do think this will be a better fit for him. It'll be a lot more inline, a lot more blocking. And he had a nice little season what he did had left for the Texans and I think that's what caught their eye. Austin Hooper was on the Titans. I felt we didn't use him enough. I think Austin Hooper is really good. I don't think we used him
1: it enough. It crazy. I didn't I never realized that he went to De La Salle. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. He went to Stanford.
1: Yeah. 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 And we are. You know what them Stanford Titans you. And
0: that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I don't think we as the Titans used him enough. I thought Atlanta showed what he was yeah. and he and, you know, the Browns did the same thing. Everybody just trying to try to turn him into a full-blown receiver. And it's like, nah, bro, he gets a lot of it pushing somebody down and then rolling off of a bootleg. And it's like a lot of that. You feel me? And I think the Raiders will do a lot more of that. Again, that's why they went and got too tight ends who block well. Go look at O.J. Howard <laughs> blocking film. He mauls people. And I think this helps out a lot, especially when you got a shaky O-line. Going to have a quarterback who not running nowhere. So you need, to, you need to bolster up the line in as many ways you can without if you just can't bolster up the offensive line. I do think they made some good pickups. I think these guys will be uh, solid players for the Raiders. And again, it's all up to Jimmy, though. And then he might not be the end-all, be-all. They just met with Bryce Young today. Bryce Young's having his pro day today. Obviously, the Raiders at seven. If you've been listening, I don't think none of the quarterbacks are getting past five. So obviously, they would have to trade up to three or five yeah. to get one of these guys, which is possible. Costs you because we've seen what the price is, but it's still possible. If you really want to get a quarterback and you just need Jimmy here for a year two while you groom a cat, I think now's the time while y'all pick us close enough to the top because y'all won't be picking here again if Jimmy plays enough games. I can nice. guarantee you nice guys nice. that if Jimmy Garoppolo plays 13, 14 games this year, y'all won't be picking seven again. Mm. Scout's honor. This is going to be a completely different team. Again, he's not better than Derek Carr talent-wise, but he's better than Derek Carr in this system. And that's just how life is. But I do think all these acquisitions prove that McDaniels is trying to put his mark on the team. Raider fans, just be patient. It's tough. It's rough, especially when you watch your rival counterparts in Frisco. Success, you got to deal with the, the, the shit talking. I understand all that. Be patient. If McDaniels blow that shit again this year, I'm pretty sure they will fire him sooner than later. Respectfully, he on the short leash anyway because New England coaches don't pan out well. The only one that's kind of successful is Mike Verbal, and he didn't coach for Belichick. He just played for him. Mm. So it's kind of different. <laughs> so that's my little take on uh, on the Raiders. So chillax, signing find a bunch of players, making it happen. I just think you guys got to be patient with him. And, and now he's starting the the rebuild process. You no, know, people don't like to hear the word rebuild or retool, whatever word you want to put right there. But he's got to make some changes to to get where he's trying to get this team to. As far as Niners though, John Feliciano, that's a I man. Solid starter. Fifteen. You know. Health is wealth.
1: Yeah, I don't I'm, – I'm not sure if they're bringing him in to start. No, no, no. Um, He'll probably – he's basically replacing Daniel scale. Who we jacked. Right. That's what so Y'all need to swing will be, be the backup center. Backup you know, guard. Back up guard.
0: Yeah, it just be that guy. You, you got to have one of those Yeah, you got to. Got to. And those dudes usually get pulled into being starters. Mm-hmm. And this is how you guys continue to get all these free picks from people and all this. Because, you know, it's just you – know? I don't – hopefully – we got Ron Carthon. I'm hoping he knows he know the blueprint. That's what I said. I'm hoping he do it. I'm just like I said, I'm gonna just sit back and let him do his thing. Man. <laughs> I understand he could end up doing some things that I might not like, but I'm gonna just wait it out, dog. Because at the end of the day, bro, I want my team to be successful and I eventually want to be a part of a Super Bowl, bro. Mm-hmm. I've been, I've seen my guys at one. I actually got to watch us fall one yard short. I was, you know, I was old enough and functional enough for that. But, bro, like, yeah. I want to see us win one, get there, dog. And, I'm,
1: I have patience. And that's another thing with them, when your contracts do ball out and go somewhere and get paid, hey,
0: thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. You know, <laughs> now somebody going to to come in and do the same thing yeah. and for the same price to get paid. You know, I think it's, it's it's definitely dope. And I think Feliciano, again, going to be that swing player for y'all to help out build the offensive line. And he can, and obviously going to be there, started all 15 games last year for the Giants. And I think he'll fill in if anybody gets hurt because – one thing we know about y'all, y'all gonna be physical. This niggas gonna get hurt. Niggas gonna get like, hurt. Like, it's just, it's just, you feel me? Basic nature with y'all. Somebody gonna get hurt. Y'all gonna need bodies to replace. And I think that's why you go pick up a guy like him. It's a good pickup, solid pickup, solid player. Yeah. One nah. of my favorite signings in offseason, though, just happened. CJ Garner Johnson to mm. the Detroit Lions. Mm. I don't understand that's how, how this man doesn't get a full contract from somebody. It's a great great fit. But bro. Yeah.
1: They I got mean one. They, and they've been going hard in the secondary and mm-hmm. they needed help in the secondary. Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah, they've been they've been hitting on it. So Wor- second worst secondary in the league statistically last no. year. Gave up 30 some points a game, scoring 30 points a game. That math ain't mathing. No, no no, you know? no, no. Now you no. now you go get Cam Sutton, who's a tremendous slot. Mm-hmm. We've watched him be a great slot for the Steelers. Emmanuel uh, uh, Mosley, yeah. who went healthy, is a very, very good corner. Mm-hmm. You add CJ back there, who's going to just basically play where they don't have somebody at. And then you still got Jeff Akuda. Now you take a lot of pressure off of him of just being the lone guy out there in the secondary. Yeah, yeah, you're still going to guard the best players. But we're going to have some help out here for you. Yeah. Now you got a safety who's who going to see you might about to get beat, and he'll be there to help you clean it up, pick it off. Maybe you tip one of them balls, he going to pick it off. Like, they just – I told you, I like Dan Campbell. I've been a fan of him since he was a player in the league. I, I, I He was a dog. He didn't – he ain't got no stats or nothing. But every team he played on, he was always a fan favorite and a team favorite. I love guys like that. And, again, he's not an X's and O coach. He's a rah-rah. He's went and got coaches, though, who are good at X's and O's. And he's the rah-rah. He's like – you what i saying? crazy. He's like the white Mike Tomlin without the Super Bowls. But okay. – I got guys who are going to do the eggs and those. But I'm going to motivate these men to go run through a wall for me. And I like it. I like what they're doing. You go at a guy like this, and don't be surprised they still draft somebody on the defensive side of the ball. Because the offense was, was almost perfect last year. You know, quarterback play is going to be gonna be the key to that offense Is King Golf look like round one pick one. Yeah. But again, bro, they pick at what, five, six? Yeah, they up there. They ain't swinging distance. They there. they got they got they got, they got two firsts, two, two firsts. I don't know if they're gonna take the swing on the QB because there's so much talent in this draft, and Jared Goff didn't perform terrible. He didn't not no, at I all. Fine. I mean, they're in the perfect
1: situation to sit back and just wait and get Whoever one come. of these guys that drop because they dropping and and pick up somebody like a like a a, a Henry Hooker, a hmm. Stinson Bennett. Uh, somebody who is mm-hmm. accomplished but might not have all the athletic tools or be as healthy as you like, be yes, a sir. little older, and then you know what I'm saying. Let them sit there and learn. Where you mm-hmm. don't, there's no pressure for you to come in and start. Not at all. Just learn this offense and watch. And then
0: once you're done with golf, be like, all right, bro, step in and do your thing. Yeah, I can't wait to see where Hendy Hooker go. That's my guy. I'm excited to see where he goes. <laughs> I'm even starting to believe that he might sneak in the back into the first round, bro. It's a possibility. GMs are always wild by this. I mean, because he, he was too.
1: But. He was not bad. He was a very good quarterback. And I think if he was healthy, he'd, he'd be a be top fifteen in, pick. He'd be in this conversation with these guys right here. I I don't think
0: his age Anthony would be the only Richardson thing that him kills him.
1: Would be one of them. Him to might get knocked out. The oh, for sure, for sure,
0: for sure, for definitely. I, I definitely agree with that. But um no no I, the lions right. they making they making they making it happen you see a rod a rod potentially on his way out Vikings looking vulnerable
1: yeah. theirs is in complete not,
0: rebuild that ain't, right. ain't even though they just they didn't make some shit happen too as well but I like where the lions sit I ain't gonna say they are sitting in the cat seat but bruh, they I don't no, think they They're not they, they, at the
1: bottom of the division I'll
0: talk about it like they not down
1: there no not right. at
0: all dog and I I, I definitely I definitely was I'm impressed with the Lions and the Bears offseason, they they've they've been very, very impressive. You know, from one from one Viking. I do want to say Adam Thielen to the Panthers, I think that could be, be good. That was a, like a,
1: a real solid pickup. I like that move. Yeah. Um they still gonna need some more
0: though, but yes, yes. that
1: was a good fit for him. You need, yeah. you need him
0: and them. You need somebody in there to go help out whoever they draft. Mm-hmm. They're gonna need somebody who can go to. Obviously, Adam Thielen ain't fourteen hundred yards, twelve touchdowns like he was a few right. years ago but this could still be a thousand yard receiver for you. Uh with a good quarterback, good scheme. You know what I'm saying? And they again got to get another wide receiver in there. You can't just walk out with Thielen and Terrence Marshall and Shy Smith as your three receivers.
1: Yeah. You know there what I'm saying? Nobody's
0: stretching the field. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> they stretching their arms when they wake up. That's about it. <laughs> There's a lot of contested catches going on right for there. For sure, for sure. But I definitely uh I definitely like that move for the Panthers. Obviously positioning himself to get around one pick one. So they definitely set themselves up to get ready. Uh, Miles Sanders in the backfield got them a running back. They're ready. They're they trying, they trying to make it, the quarterback come in with something to play with. And yeah. I, think it's, I, think it's, I think it's a nice one. The Titans finally did something I was excited for, though, bro. We signed Sean Murphy Bunton. Nice. One year deal. I think, he's a, I, I think he had his best season, obviously, when they won the Super Bowl. But this is my thing. He's a very good slot corner. He can play outside. And he plays well when the team has a good front. Yes. Because he plays very, very good tight coverage. He's, he ain't, I ain't going to say he's a gambler, but he's pretty instinctive. Because a lot of his picks, he breaks on the, he's breaking on the pass. Yes. And that could be because, again, when you're on the Bucks, you got a front like that getting after the quarterback, you read keys better. But, again, we got a damn good front that gets after the quarterback. We had a top defense in the league last year. And where we lacked was in the back end. Christian Fulton, Caleb Farley. Obviously, Christian Fulton took a step back to me last season. Injuries also were a part of that. Caleb Farley isn't even taking any steps, uh, except for steps to the medical room, because he keeps getting hurt. <laughs> so I'm um, I'm I'm hoping that that, but again, this is why we bring in Murphy Bunting. I was hoping we drafted a corner. This might be the reason why we don't. But we still can because, again, bro, Elijah Moulton missed basically all of last year, who was our starting nickel corner as a rookie. Again, Caleb Farley. I don't know what to expect from him right now. I told you I think we should move him back to wide receiver. That's my little – just a little small little take on it. Uh, and then Christian Fulton was supposed to be our one. And, again, bro, hamstring injuries. And um, he, it just felt like he wasn't physical enough for us. So Murphy Bunting is going to help. Roger McCreary played very well as a rookie for us last year. I think he'll take a big step next season. I think he'll be a, a much better player. But Murphy Bunton was a good pickup. Again, bro, we're going to get Harold Landry back, Jeffrey Simmons, uh, Rashad Weaver. We're going to get after the QB. We just signed Arden Key as well. So I, we have the pass rush ability. We're going to get after the quarterback. We definitely needed this guy. He's going to instantly come compete for a starting job, and I, I'm excited for it. He'll take on Murphy. Um,
1: I, I always liked him. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he he could uh, – I, I like him better on the outside too. the slot because he gets hurt a lot. Because he be trying to be physical? Yeah. Um, but he has all the tools, the speed, the size, um, ball skills to play on the outside. So I can I could see him playing out there and then moving maybe um,
0: McCreary inside. Yeah, because he played a lot of slots this year as a rookie because yeah. Elijah Moses missed so much. So definitely – and I definitely don't be looking for an outside corner though. He's definitely going to get a chance to play outside because yeah. Caleb Farley is supposed to be out there. Him and Fulton, obviously. Uh, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. man, Caleb. He hurt, bro. That's just too much athleticism <laughs> and talent to just not come together. But injuries is injuries have derailed him since his college days. Yes. So it's just one of those things. That's kind of what my Titans like to do. We like to take these guys who are injured but super talented. And try to, like, you know, hit. Obviously, Jeffrey Simmons is the anomaly. Mm-hmm. He's one of the better d tackles in the league. I'm hoping we pay him very, very handsomely so that he can stay and be a, a force on our defense. Because so I want to say if Quentin Williams is coming up, he should be coming up as well. They going to all be right around that, right under Aaron Donald area. Just like, um, I can't even think of the last d tackle that I just got paid. He just got that money right under Aaron Donald. But I think everybody understands that, like, you, you can't get with Aaron Donald. Right. You're under that, so yeah. I do think that will be a plus. Again, we get Harold Landry back healthy. Who was our top pass rusher uh, heading into the last season before he tore his uh, ACL in training camp? So, who's we make? But again, what are we going to do at quarterback? Ryan right, Tannehill's still on the roster. I'm not sure if we're going to trade him. I'm not sure if there's a trade partner out there for him. Me personally, uh, Malik Willis, I do want to see. But if if Something weird happens and one of these quarterbacks fall. I definitely think we should take one. I'm a fan of all four for real. For real, I'm a super duper fan of Will Levis. For people that do know, I thought this season was an anomaly. Last year, if you watched him with his offensive coordinator, Wanda Robertson, all his offensive linemen fully healthy, that's more than Will Levis will get. I do think he'll need time to develop. But if we're gonna keep Tannehill, then yeah, we can bring Willis in and bring in Will Levis and let him do that. But again, I do want to see Malik Willis, me personally. See what he got. It was a point in time where they were projecting this kid to be a first-round draft pick. So, you know what I'm saying? Why yeah. not keep the tires on him and see? Worst thing that happens is he sucks. We get a higher draft pick. Maybe we fall in line to get Caleb Williams, Drake Mays. Wishful thinking. Mm-hmm. But, again, we made a couple moves. Still got to uh, get another wide receiver. feel like we're going to wait till the draft now. Just with all we have signed in free agency. I feel like we're going to go ahead and take the best available receiver in the draft. I think we're going to wait to see what Quentin Johnston does at his, co- at his pro day. But Jackson Smith and Jigba was very impressive yesterday. Mike Rebel was in attendance in the front row taking notes. Googly-eyed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he definitely was impressed. And, uh, so, and Jackson Smith can play outside or inside as well. He played a lot of slot in college. But when you're on a team with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, and they say, look, you either can ride the bench behind them until mm-hmm. they're gone, or you can learn how to play slot to get on the field now. And he was like, well, put me in the slot. But in high school, coming out of high school, even his freshman year, he was only played outside. But so I do like the versati- versatility. And he prefers to play outside. So we'll definitely get to see. But I'm, I'm definitely I'm a Jordan Addison fan. I want Jordan Addison. That's me personally. <laughs> I just think he's he's a pure man. He's just a pure dude. He's real smooth. I think he can be a, a true number one. In Jigba, I'm not sure because it's one great year. Was around two first round wide receivers, and then the one year you were going to be on your own, you only playing three games. Mm-hmm. So those that's my only knock on in Jigba. And that's just games played and who you play within those games. When you're going up against two first round wide receivers out wide, you should eat up in the slot and go get sixteen hundred yards and 10 touchdowns as well. We don't got those dudes out there when you come to Tennessee, dog. So can you still create and separate when you potentially going to be getting the best player put on you? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that will be my knock, and that's kind of why I'm leaning towards Jordan Edison. Quentin Johnson is a wild card. Uh, again, only one year over 1,000 yards, but from his freshman year to this year, he got better every year. Stats got better. So you did see production. You did see him get better, but only 1,000-yard season. But 50-50 ball winner, run after the catch. Only thing is, he's not an elite route runner, and he got some dropsies. Drop seeds to me is a mental thing. You can fix that. Uh route running, I don't you can fix a little bit, but I don't think you can just become like Jerry Rice with the route running. Like yeah, you can get yeah, better at yeah. some routes, maybe get sharper, but you're not gonna just become a super crispy route runner. But if if he can come out at his pro day, catch the ball well, run again well, which he did, run another low four four. I don't know if we're gonna want to have two big giant receivers like that. But man, if we're gonna walk out, Malik Willis out there with a cannon like that, let's go get some big dudes. We already got Tre'Lon Burks. Let's go get Quentin Johnston. Let's go. Let's go throw the football. Let's go throw yeah. some big dudes and some fifty-fifty balls. And let's get some guys who we know can win fifty-fifty balls at a, at a high one. But again, I want Jordan Addison. <laughs> but uh, how do you feel? What do you receiver do you think we should take potentially?
1: Um, well, I think y'all need somebody that can flat out fly down the field, or or just you know. Somebody with good speed, but it is a route runner. So I like, I do like Jason Smith and Jigba. Mm-hmm. I like. Um, why does my mind do this? this Which school? Uh, uh, Jordan Addison. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. You know what I'm saying? I like guys like that because I feel like you have a receiver that fits the mode of a big physical guy. We got him. So you need a route runner. You mm-hmm. need somebody to stretch the field. Um, mm-hmm. I would say Jalen Hyatt, but he's more of a specialty him, yeah, type. I dude. wouldn't take him at eleven. Right, you need somebody that can you can count on, like I mm-hmm. need you to beat man to man coverage, mm-hmm. sitting zone type stuff. So I would go
0: with them two receivers yeah. off top. Yeah, and then my dark horse just too 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 early though, Zay Flowers. If we wanted a demon, yeah. first rounder, he gonna get over the top, runs routes really well, just hundred and seventy pounds. That's the only problem. <laughs> But I don't know, man. In this dude, days, NFL ain't like you just smacking fools around anyway. Nah, I, even though I, some of these smaller dudes be getting hurt, though, you know. But
1: and I, I, don't I mean, know. I watch guys like Tory Holt and and and, and um mm-hmm.
0: um, it's homie. Oh,
1: Isaac Bruce? No, one up in uh, Seattle. Oh, Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett, just mm-hmm. catch, possess, catch, catch, lay down, mm-hmm. catch, lay down. Get down, down, the down, down. You know what I'm saying? So oh, you got to, oh, you just already catch the ball.
0: Yeah, I, I don't need
1: that. I don't need the rack. Get yeah. them first downs, get the big plays. That's
0: all I need from you. I would love I would definitely love for my Titans first two picks in the draft to be receiver and tight end. For real. And it's it's or it's, tight end receiver. Either or They deep with it. Yes. I don't care which if we going first round tight end if we, at eleven, I'll take Meyer or Kinkey.
1: Honestly, what I think y'all gonna do knowing the GM that y'all have. Mm-hmm. Probably gonna go lineman. I know it, bro. Even though we signing them, but I would go, I would go. I mean, O line. I go, oh, he's gonna
0: definitely go. If we go, o line, it's gonna definitely be O line. And, and I'm, I
1: think there's some good, there's some good guys up there, though. Oh,
0: they're, they're all
1: losing a tackle. Our history of offensive lineman. That's it's true. It's just me. And was, again,
0: this Ron, he a whole man. new man. He come from a dream that build Lyman. We just got a bad history with drafting them, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, we got Taylor though He was our one cornerstone. But the last four years been terrible. But the first four was beautiful. But, bro, our lineman track record, bro, the draft, bro, outside of the third round, bro, is terrible, bro. First two rounds is... we. I don't even want to talk about it. (laughs) But I know in my heart of hearts we're going to potentially take an old lineman to build the foundation because it's a new... That's what building the foundation is of a new team. And that's why I said... I'm not gonna be upset at anything he does because I know he's gonna do some stuff I'm not gonna want him to do. Mm-hmm. But again, bro, I trust where he came from. So I'm I'm gonna let him handle it. And I and I again mm-hmm. I got excited because we signed Andre Dillard. Sorry. But again, Andre Dillard can play guard, either guard or either tackle. Yeah. But so, I think I think the the the
1: receiver and tight end positions are so oh, deep mm-hmm. this year that they'll, you know, well we can we can get somebody. We can still get quality these later picks. And it's true, uh, bro. Like, let's go get... You know, your first-round pick. You want to hit. You want to get know, a... Stat, especially top 15. Facts.
0: You gotta,
1: I ha, we have to hit on I mean, we this do. pick. We so. do. We do.
0: And, you, 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 and you're 100% right. And that's why I said it's the fan in me talking.
1: Yeah, it's of the course. Fan name you want to splash. You need yeah. something pretty out somebody there. Somebody I want that.
0: see, bro. Because the last four alignment we took, and I ain't, they aren't even on our team. Well... Dylan is series, but again, we don't have him penciled in at any position. we just got him on the team. So it's 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 definitely uh scary. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nah. Man, Ron Carton, do your thing, dog. Handle your business. I'm a loyal fan. I'm gonna be here regardless. So do what you gotta do, man. But I wonder why I wanna I want an impact player. But again, bro, I got at least real number, seven tight ends in this draft, if not more, that can come in and be a one or a two tight end. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's – and I'm talking, y'all, fourth round tight ends, who you could get on your team, and he could be your starting tight end or the first tight end off the bench. Now, I ain't
1: going to am watching highlights, so Sam say I'm Laporta right now. Yes. And, you know, I know Iowa do it the tight ends. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes, we that's what I'm saying. No, they, I, we for
0: sure need another tight end. No, for sure, for sure, y'all do. No, for sure, for sure. And speaking of y'all, what do, what do you think y'all should take? Like obviously y'all got multiple thirds. We know that y'all going to finesse one of those to a second. Right, 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 right. Um, but we
1: we need a – we definitely need another uh another edge rusher. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Um a safety, a corner. Um a tight end. Mhm. And a <laughs> Obviously, quarterback. <laughs> I hate it. I
0: hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And so I that's like that's
1: like I say that's like five positions of need. Yeah. We got eleven picks, so you don't know I'm I thinking say. wherever you at. Once the draft get going, like round round two, see who dropping where. And at the end of day that. one, y'all I don't. Be, I don't see them drafting the eleven players. No,
0: no, 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 no. I can see you drafting seven. Right. Seven. Seven to maybe eight. I was going to say seven to nine, so i give myself a gap. But seven or eight players out of those 11, y'all are draft. Yeah. Four of them dudes going to end up being impact players right out the gate. Mm-hmm. And then one of those other dudes going to pop out of late. Yeah,
1: and then just fill in the rest of the roster <laughs> with, with undrafted free agents. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. Hit on like two of them.
0: It's crazy how we just call it like this, and it just happens, <laughs> bro. But again, bro, it's, you know, when y'all when this regime has ran well, what you do? is like when Baltimore drafts. We just expect those dudes to draft... Continue drafting great players, which they do. Certain certain organizations just they just have a niche for running running they shit. Yeah, and and y'all are one of those teams for for real, for real. Again, along with the Ravens and a few other teams out there that just you know from top to bottom, it's just like, yep, we're gonna be all right. We might experience some turmoil, some turbulence, but we're gonna get it together. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And what do we what do we think the Raiders should do at pick seven? Obviously. For, Depending on who's there, be anything, but just this. Just, just, who do you think early? Um, this early. Well, where they're at, if they're not
1: gonna trade up, I'm gonna go. I probably go corner. Agree, honestly, because it's hard to find good corners outside of the first round. If you're not a good scout right, or a good right, developer, right, right. there you go. If you if you're not developing these guys, mm-hmm. if you don't. Find guys with the with the potential and that you could develop into a, a solid corner.
0: Right. And just go get, get you their one. first round. Right. And they potentially gonna have pick up the litter. Right, yeah. Yeah. So you go get either Witherspoon or Christian Gonzalez and you walk him out there and he's gonna start for you and he'll be very productive as a rookie. Yeah.
1: And if if you follow the Patriots, every time they have won a championship or been very good. They They've had a, a very good corner. One at least one at lockdown least one. and another one who's gonna make some plays. Right. But they went they they do a lot through their secondary. hmm And I mean, if you're gonna follow that blueprint, that's where I can see them. That. that's where I see them going. Corner. Yeah, I mean definitely. every play, every every other position is pretty deep. Um they're not high enough to really get one of these impact quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you can still get a good quarterback, mm-hmm. but at this point, it be like I say, you want to hit. Yeah. They're in a position where they need to hit. Yeah, they got to. You, so you can't. You can't really. Yeah, no you're not really gonna draft off potential. You need yeah. somebody that's gonna come in solid. Right, man. Um, if you're not gonna go O line, I go. I'm going corner.
0: Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I I agree. I definitely I definitely think corner. I, I think corner as well. Like you said, if, if no quarterback fall again, I doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely even though the only quarterback if they do fall, I can see it being Will Levis. And I only and I can't even tell you why he would fall, but it's just like usually a quarterback fall a little bit. Yeah, somebody gonna fall. Always happens. Yeah, so that would be that would be my one quarterback who potentially could fall. It would be Will Levis. But again, I'm a I'm a fan of Will. I think he's really good as well. You know. Uh Did we miss anything? I feel like we're pretty up to date. Did I miss any 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 signees? Mm-hmm. We touched on everybody. Oh, Austin Eckler demanding the trade. hmm Because I didn't realize how underpaid he was until he was on his podcast talking about his numbers. And he said he only makes six mil per year. And he leads the league in total touchdowns and,
1: and yards first. Usage is and, crazy.
0: Bro, he He's was breaking crazy. it down. And he broke it down so eloquently and calmly and he never was disrespectful. And he actually kept saying, I don't even want to leave the Chargers. He said, but I just want to be compensated. Yeah. He said, I'm going to still. He said, and if I don't, then I just got to play on this deal. And I'm going to still give you all another 20 touchdowns this year, another 1,500 yards. Like, he said all this. And it was just calm as hell. And I was just like, somebody trade and get this man. But then it's like, do you want to trade and have to compensate? And trade, which means give up something and have yeah. to pay this man what he want, which is going to be nothing less than $10 mil a year. And I'm pretty sure he's going to want – Closer to what McCaffrey and Derek and them getting up top, then he gonna want to 10 million where like the, you know what I'm saying, Mark would be for like a franchise tag player. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that's something that I'm gonna keep my eye on. Because it's definitely it's definitely interesting. But Austin Eckler is a boy. What team could use Austin Eckler? Um The Chargers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, the team he owned. I mean, they they running that boy into the ground. Not Man. only running, but he's the check down option.
0: He's he hit. had 107 catches last year. I'm saying, The bro. next closest person was Christian McCaffrey with 60 catches. Yeah, that's crazy. 60-something catches, bro. Yeah. And he still had over 100 carries.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, any team could use an Austin Eckler because he does everything. He's sneaky, athletic. He's hardworking. He's quiet. He does what you tell him to do. Don't got an ego. Mm-mm. And for the most part, he's always healthy. 15 games last year. Yeah. So
0: health is everything. Who
1: can't use an Austin Eckler?
0: Man. I ain't going to front. Before they signed this dude, I thought the Detroit Lions should have went after him. I like De- DeAndre Swift. But he'd be too inconsistent with being hurt as well. Yeah. Well, you put Eckler back there, but again, they just signed Montgomery, too, who's not bad at all. So that was my first choice was was those guys. Then I also thought Chicago was my other one. I was like, well, they got a bunch of backs, but they don't have a guy who could do what Austin Eckler do. And across our screen... (laughs) Maybe even the Miami Dolphins. Obviously, they were signing Raheem Mostert and Wilson back. But, again, bro, we're talking.
1: True. But them, two, them are two guys that are not going to play, play. 12 games. Maybe not even have. Yeah, they are, they're not going to. They are not making it through the all season. But if you compliment Austin Eckler with them, come on now. Now we talking. With them receivers.
0: We could probably, pay, like you said, we could probably pay Austin Eckler to at least another sixteen. Yes, absolutely. That he would go in and help out. Uh, Tremend- tremendously. Uh, I would even say the New England Patriots. Mm. Mm. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? I know they just signed another back. I know they got Lamondre Stevenson who had 60 catches off the backfield as well. Surprisingly, that's very thing that I didn't notice. He had 60 catches last year. But again, bro, none of these guys are Austin Eckler, bro. And Mac Jones could use a mismatched nightmare like that out of the backfield, bro, on tight end, on linebackers and D-linemen when they drop, and he's good at finding the opening zones. I'm a Mac Jones guy. I think he just needs some more weapons down there. And You get Austin Eckler down there, that'll help. That'll help for sure. But that's definitely just a few teams I I could see Austin Eckler going on and making a huge impact. Again, he's uh, going to only make $6.8 million. That's not even top 15 of the highest-paid running backs. I ain't going to even name the dudes that are getting more money than him. Because then it would sound like you will want to start to hate on the charges. But he just signed this deal a long time ago because, don't forget, bro, he was an undrafted free agent mm-hmm. who wasn't making anything. So they offered him a four-year deal for $24 million. And you're like, man, I, I, I wasn't going to see this type of money, so you, you, you take that. And now you stuck on that last year of that deal at the age of 29, and you already know, or at the age of 28, and you know by the time the end of this deal hit, you're going to be 29. You're literally at that wall where they don't want to pay running backs anymore. So you just want to get paid right now. You're paid, you know, a little early for us, a little too late. And I'm a team player, so somebody should go ahead and invest in that man. He will definitely, definitely make your team better. And that's definitely my, my little Austin Eckler, I definitely wanted to talk about that, because uh, that man is definitely underpaid, yes. show for show. Let me see. Oh, D-Hop. Obviously, you seen he was trying to force his way to Dallas. But, again, compensation too high. You're going to have to trade at least a third or a second for D-Hop.
1: I don't know now. I don't know. It's With the Brandon Cooks, I think that might have lowered the price. It the could have. D-Hop is older. Yes. Um, he hasn't been as productive. He's he's still productive. No, no, no. He
0: just ain't been healthy. That's I ain't going to say he ain't been productive. Well, he got suspended. Last year. Exactly. The first couple games. Oh, so they don't even, is that and he stuck, He what, how many games he missed? Put it like this. He averaged 100 yards a game in the games he played in. Seven games – played eight games at 800 yards or seven games, 700 yards. So, I would say he ain't on the field as much.
1: I would say I'm not going to go as low as the fifth and the sixth, but I can mm-hmm. say it's not going to be
0: no more than the three, maybe a four. I can see a three. Like I said, right, but, again, that's why you go get cooks for a fifth and a sixth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that value is about the same. Yeah, there you go. So, but again, bro, D-Hop, is, you put him on a team where he don't got to be the guy. Again, he was in Arizona. He had to be the guy. You put extra pressure on him. Send him somewhere where they got somebody else. Chargers keep saying they're going to cut Keenan Allen. Bring over All right. D-Hop. You he, he do the same type of you feel me. I don't know why they want to cut Keenan Allen. But I digress. But the Chargers could be a good team. The New England Patriots obviously need another obviously. one. That would be beautiful. He can go over there. We're gonna pin everybody to the Pats. Belichick need to switch it up. Now it's time to start getting <laughs> <You're> getting guys. <laughs> you don't got Brady to make up ever, to put makeup over all of this, bro. You got to really build you a team in the franchise. Yeah, or or, or brother, And you do not drive wide receivers well. Right. So go ahead, sign you one, trade for one. Something. No, no. no. Anything else? before we get up
1: out of here. Um, that's it, man. Just watch these pro days that's going on. Show, bro. Showcasing themselves. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton was out here
0: throwing at the the Auburn pro day. Since you brought it up. So I wasn't going to, and I'm, (laughs) y'all, if y'all know me, I love Cam. Cam, my guy. I'm a big fan of Cam. But I only watched three minutes of that pro day, and I was like, Cam, we know you can throw the ball 80 yards down the field on the dime. Yeah. Yeah." Tell that man to run a 17-yard dig. Or a 20 yard comeback to the sideline. Throw that. Let me see you throw ten of those. And hit him between the numbers. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. what you showed, everybody knows you can do, Cam. I needed to see some 14, yeah. 15 yard ends. I needed to see you throw a seven yard slant and it's hit him in his hands and I make him jump for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Cam, I love you, dog, but I ain't listen, it's not, it's not, it's not 64 or whatever the number is. It's not that many quarterbacks better than you. But it's that many more serviceable quarterbacks than you, bro. Like, talent ain't everything no more, bro. You gotta fit a it's system.
1: Not, yeah.
0: In the teams that
1: it's, it's you the, can fit
0: their systems, they don't need you because they already got those guys.
1: Uh, they just need somebody to make the routine play. Make that, like they are I always here. Just make the layup. Make the
0: routine. <laughs> make the that, layup. That's what I want to see Cam do. I've seen you do make dunks and windmills. Yeah. Stand at the free throw line and shoot ten make free throws layup. and make ten free throws. But, I mean, run.
1: apparently it wasn't his idea. It was his brother's. Those his idea. brothers, yeah. Because brother was, you know, having his pro day as a wide receiver. Oh, no, right. And uh, he just, you know, wanted to throw to him. And then uh. well just you know. Which well, just is cool. Throw. That's fine. Just go throw, Cam. Yeah. But you know, you kind of blew it up. Yeah. He
0: wanted to say a bunch of other. That's stuff. what I'm saying. You could have just went through and, and everybody been like, "Oh, snap! Cam Newman's throwing for his brother pro day. Yeah. That was a dope story." Yeah. Instead of it being, you want to get back in the league, you about to show everybody, and it's like, bro, you showed us the same thing. You showed us you can slang that ball 50 yards on the rope, accurate. But again, bro, you can't throw a twenty-yard in route no. to Hit a five ten wide receiver. Hit the swing route. You know what I'm saying? Throw this swing. <laughs> throw this swing to this back. <laughs> I'm gonna leave Cam alone though. You brought that up. That was your fault. Hey. Before we get out of here though, also, uh, shout outs to two players that retired from the Patriots: uh, Devin McCourty and Dont'a Hightower. Um, Ballers. Probably yeah. Probably not Hall of Fame players. Same, same ordeal as Brandon Cooks. Like these yeah. guys might not make the Hall of Fame, but if you go look at their careers and the things they did, and they accomplished at their a, time, they'll
1: be in a, in a Patriots ring of Patriot honor. Patriot ring
0: of honor. They might even retire thirty-two. And then a number that everybody wants anyway, so it would just be yeah. that much cooler for them to retire. It's just like mm, ain't wearing wear 32. There but you no thirty-two. Now
1: they were definitely staples
0: of, of them championship teams. What three-time champion, two-time Pro Bowler, Dante Howard, two-three-time Pro Bowler, two-three-time champion, like fixtures in the Patriots. Defense, you don't think about the Period of defense without thinking about guys like McCourty and, and, and Hightower. It's definitely Mayo. the better McCourty. Yes. Oh, by a long shot. <laughs> I hate that. Jason, but the other McCourty claims us. The other McCourty claims the Titans. He loves us. I respect that he loves us because we did have him for the longest, <laughs> and I never understood why. Because he was very terrible. But I do respect that you team up with your brother. And go get a ring.
1: But, but it was smart, go. though. Like, you know what? Maybe I'm better at safety than corner. And then the way that the Patriots
0: system worked. They had him playing like a funky max, little safety. Yeah. slash cornerized. corner. Because uh-huh. you see McCordy, Maximized when Devin same came on, he was a corner at yeah, Rutgers. Yeah. And Bell was like, Let's yep. go over the top. But, yeah, no. So shout out to those dudes. Wonderful careers. Like you said, two Patriot Ring of Honor players. Patriot Hall of Famers for sure. And tremendous players we got to watch from the time they were drafted to Moments they hung him up. And they had tremendous careers. Anything else before we get out of here? Um, nah, that's it, man. That Brett Ford, man. Yeah, I you
1: still know. see, you know what I'm saying?
0: Aaron Rodgers, Sr. Aaron Rodgers, Sr. I like how you called him. He called it, <laughs> hey, off camera. He called Aaron Rodgers <laughs> Brett Ford. And
1: he wasn't even
0: being funny. He just said it. It just rolled off the tongue like that because he really is little Brett he Ford. He is him, and, and really him Sean. is he. Yes, I am him, <laughs> and he is me. On that note, y'all tell a friend, tell a neighbor. Hey, if you got if you listen to us on Spotify, go subscribe to the Spotify page, man. We at like 30 something subscribers. Please go continue to subscribe to us on Spotify. If you're on Apple Podcasts, do the same on that. Run us up, dog. Y'all already know for myself, D Wood, my big bro, Chay Dizzle. Hey, love peas and hair Hair grease. I'm ready to get up out of here. Mm -hmm. Tap in. It's the Bring the Wood podcast. Y'all know we're doing this thing. We just brought the wood. Peace.